You're listening to the Simple Pen Podcast. Pinterest for business advice that goes down smooth and easy. Here's your host, Kate All. Hey there, welcome back to another episode of the Simple Pin Podcast. Today we're going to be tackling the topic of Pinterest for business and how to have the right mindset around that. I'm not a big mindset girl, I don't go too deep into it. But what I've realized over the years is that there is a certain frame of mind you need to have before you start your Pinterest marketing. If you don't, you're going to be super frustrated along the way and feel like you're pushing a boulder uphill. So we're going to talk about how to have the right mindset for Pinterest and then what you can do to put gates around your time, what strategies you can put into place and how to avoid going down the hole of strategies versus tactics and listening to Facebook groups and all of that. So we're going to dive into that in just a minute. But first, I want to say that this particular episode is sponsored by the Simple Pin Collective, our Pinterest marketing membership community. This community is so full of Pinterest marketing resources. But the best part about it is we help you implement what you're learning. Now, there's a lot of content inside the Simple Pin Collective from the best images, video pin tutorials, keywords, business foundation, site optimization, deep dives, you name it. It's a lot in there. But each month we tackle a particular topic. And the best part is I ask you questions of what you want to know about that topic. I am helping you get answers to your questions by you informing me as to what those questions are. So if you want a place where you can get direct access to me and asking questions and really getting content that's catered towards what you need in the Pinterest marketing space, join the Simple Pin Collective. It's a monthly membership fee, but you can cancel at any time, no questions asked. So if you only have time to join us for a couple months, please do. We would love to have you. Go to simplepinmedia.com slash collective to join now. All right, today we're going to be diving into the mindset issue of Pinterest for business. So a few things, if you are new, you're totally new to Pinterest, and you are here and you're asking the question, is Pinterest a good idea for my business? That is a great question to ask. And we always tell people, do you think your buyers, your readers, your tribe, do you think they're already over there? And if the answer is yes, then you definitely need to use Pinterest for business. The other thing people want to ask before they jump into Pinterest is, do you have the bandwidth, do you have the time to be able to create content for the platform? This is going to be mainly images because Pinterest does have images that are different than any other social media platform. They're vertical. So do you have the time or the resources to be able to get images for your Pinterest marketing? And then really to dig deep and say, why would I want to use Pinterest for marketing my business? Is this just something everybody else is doing or is this a really good fit for me? So let's say you make the decision to dive into Pinterest to say, okay, I'm going to do it. The very first thing I need you to know is never, ever compare Pinterest to Instagram or Facebook. A lot of people 
head over from Instagram and they're like, hey, I'm getting great engagement on Instagram, but I'm going to try to use Pinterest. And then they get over there and they're like, okay, I'm going to pin my Instagram photos. I'm going to use a hundred different hashtags that maybe have nothing to do with the photo. I'm going to do all these things. And what happens is you've just taken your mindset of what you know about Instagram and your tactics and you've applied them to Pinterest. It's not going to work. So knowing that Pinterest is apples to oranges, totally different than Instagram or Facebook, then you that's going to set you up well. What you also need to know is that the engagement that you get on Pinterest is so different than what you see on those other platforms. So on Instagram, it's really easy to get a quick win. You get a like, or you get an impression, or you maybe get a comment. These things make you feel like you're you're getting somewhere with it. But what's interesting is those particular metrics don't actually move them off the platform to make a buying decision. Whereas when we come over to Pinterest, Pinterest users are trained to click on an image and go to the website because that's where they know the information that they need lies. They love Pinterest because there's all these ideas they can save for later to inform on products or recipes or ways in which they want to accomplish things in their life. So the user experience is totally different. Another thing to know is what your Instagram users like might not be what your Pinterest users like. So a really good thing to do is to search your name on Pinterest and see what's already coming up. See what people are pinning. You can do this also by doing pinterest.com forward slash source, S-O-U-R-C-E slash your website. So for me, it would be pinterest.com forward slash source forward slash simplepinmedia.com. That's going to allow me to see what are people pinning for my website. I've shared this with tons of different people who come to me to say, is Pinterest the right place for my business? Well, let's see if people are already pinning your stuff there. What's great is that a lot of these businesses open up Pinterest, they search for their name, and yeah, sure enough, people are already pinning their content. It's amazing. So that tells us Pinterest is a good fit. The other three important elements you need to know about Pinterest, and this again informs your mindset, like I said, the images are different and you have to get, you have to have an image game that's super strong. So one of the episodes I want to recommend you listen to is simplepinmedia.com slash 65. This is how to create the best images for Pinterest. So many of you who are longtime listeners, you love this episode because Cassie breaks it down in such a very, very practical way. It's super digestible. It's easy to incorporate and it doesn't feel overwhelming. So that gives the specifics on all of how to create the best images. The next important element is keywords. Pinterest is a search and discovery network that again sets it apart from Facebook or Instagram. It tends to fall more in the, more in the lines of YouTube and Google. People go there to search. I don't go to Instagram to search and I certainly don't go to Facebook to search. So keywords are what allows the searcher to match up with your content. So if you want to know how to keyword on Pinterest, you're going to go to simplepinmedia.com slash 35. The last element is consistency. I've said time and time again, and if you're new to the podcast, I want you to remember that Pinterest is a slow burn. 
it's going to take a while. Think of it like a fire. It takes a little while to catch and then you have to keep adding logs and adding logs. Over time, you're gonna have this big bonfire that maybe doesn't take as much to keep it going. It's like the snowball effect too, if we're gonna get you know more and more analogies with Pinterest. It sm- starts small and it gets big and it can bring traffic month over month, year over year. It's really incredible. But you have to be consistently putting your content on the platform. So we have an episode for you, Pinterest Marketing Best Practices. That's simplepinmedia.com slash 143. And we'll link to all these in the show notes, which is episode 163. So you'll be able to see all the links there. Consistency is key to Pinterest. They want to know that you're actively contributing to the platform. It's not like an algorithm trigger or anything like that. It's all about how do you continue to serve your audience by sharing your content on the platform? That's what it is, you guys. It's just making sure that you're serving your people with your content. Think of it like this. I have a great product that I've just created, made, and it's so awesome. I can't really think of a good example, a backpack. Let's do that. It's this really great innovative backpack. I am actually doing a disservice to the people of Pinterest by not sharing more about the amazing features of this backpack. Because there's probably people out there who are looking for the perfect backpack and you might have that. So sharing about your backpack, sharing about your products over and over again and not in a spammy way by any means, but sharing it in the places with the keywords that people are searching serves your customers. So it's really important to keep those three elements front and center. Images, keywords, and consistency. So one of the questions that somebody in our community asked was, how do you keep the time, mental energy, and focus you spend on Pinterest in check? That's a very good question. It's really important to always remember why you're investing in the platform in the first place. Why did you choose Pinterest? How much money could you potentially make from the platform? That will help you know how much time you need to spend over there and how much money you need to invest. So here's an example. Pinterest brings me 40% of all my traffic. It's Pinterest and Google. Those are the number two. Facebook is third. It's also a big lead generation place for me for new newsletter subscribers, new people I want to come into my community that I can help them with Pinterest marketing. So I aim to spend about an hour a week on the platform, um, learning what's happening, what people are clicking on. And it's only an hour simply because I have other areas of my business to focus on. I put more energy into my images and my content, the podcast and the blog post, because that's actually what I can put on Pinterest. That's what's going to build my business long term. If I spend a bunch of time on scheduling, figuring out the algorithm, those are not business building activities. Those are tactical. If you're creating content, creating products, creating images that lead to all those, that opportunity will help tremendously in finding your people on Pinterest. So think about it this way. I could be scheduling every single day onto Pinterest. I could do everything right. And I could spend all my hours doing that. But I'm never actually creating anything new. What we see over and over again with our clients is those who create between one to three pieces of content per week. That could be a new image. That could be a blog post. That could be 
a new product listing that has a Pinterest image, those people tend to see a greater increase of growth over time because they are creating new content. So always ask yourself, am I spending too much time on the Pinterest stuff and the scheduling and the tailwind and not enough time on my content? It is a mental shift. You have to remember you're investing into um, content to put onto Pinterest as a marketing tool. So don't spend all your time figuring out the tool. Spend your time figuring out what people want from you. So as far as time, if you're a time blocking person, you can definitely put it on your calendar when you're pin. If you are not and you like love doing things on the fly, you can pin from your phone. That's fine. But just note that manual pinning It's a tactic some people use. It does not get you better results. You can use a scheduling tool to save you time, which is why I recommend Tailwind. Saves us a ton of time. We've tested the manual pinning so many times I can't even count. We have not seen conclusive conclusive results to tell us that it gets better return. Hands down. And I can I take a lot of... This is a little sidestep. I take a lot of pride in what I share with you on the podcast, and I am very careful to not share anything that's going to lead you down a crazy rabbit trail that is going to be the wrong information and that I don't know for a fact. I will tell you for a fact, those people who put more energy into content creation grow much better long term that people who keep testing tactical things like manual pinning or um, they're worried about the nitty gritty. Go back to focus on creating content. And that's why I can tell you, matter of fact, that we can test manual pinning. We can test all these things. But I look and I go, the people who know how to serve their audience will kill it nine times out of 10. So figure out a content creation plan. If you are a product seller and you're like, I don't want to have a blog, We have a great podcast we can link to about that. Um, You don't have to have a blog, but it definitely warms up your audience. And it doesn't have to be long. You're not writing for Google. It doesn't have to be a 3,000 word post. But just remember that it's your way to talk to your people about your products. And somebody, I had such a great conversation I had with somebody about um, like nobody wants to read or nobody wants to read about products. I can tell you that if Nordstrom sends me something about a product in my email, or if somebody else sends me a product and talks about how awesome it is, you better believe I'm going to buy it because you've hit on that pain point. You know what my pain point is and you know how your product's going to solve it. I would rather have you focus on that. Okay, sidestepping back off my soapbox. All right, here's another question that somebody asked in our community. They said, I'm in a groove but I don't like using the platform. I want to focus on other areas of my business. However, Pinterest is a really important part of my traffic or lead generation. All right, totally fair. You don't have to love Pinterest. It's cool. I get it. Um, A lot of people love other platforms and they don't want to spend time investing. Here's three things that I would say. If you're totally new to Pinterest, you're just a couple months into marketing, you absolutely need to find somebody to keep you consistent and keep stoking the fire. This means you're going to have to pay somebody or your sister's friend or a college intern, however you want to make it work. You just want to make sure they're not going to screw it up. So in order to pay somebody, if you're going to pay them, you need to know how much you want to invest. So you might, marketing is an investment. 
That's what it is. So if you need to spend a little bit more right now because you got to really bust your hump creating content, and then you're going to say, I can afford $300 a month right now because that $300 is worth my time. So it's what is my time worth right now to my business? If you are not new to Pinterest and your traffic is totally steady and you just need someone to maintain the fire, then you can pull back a little bit, fill your tailwind queue, fill your schedule every two weeks or so. And if you don't even want to do that, you can definitely hire someone to maintain it and just send you monthly reports about what's happening. Again, your ROI here is super important. What are you getting as return on investment? And return on investment is not always dollars. It might be your time. So knowing what your investment is to Pinterest marketing because you want the people over time is going to help you make that decision about who you're going to hire and how much you're going to pay them. The last option, um, which this really comes from a question from a reader, um, they said, I'm super annoyed with Pinterest, but I'm not sure I'm able to hire somebody or this is really important. I'm ready to give up control. What do I do? Well, you're kind of in a pickle. You can't afford to hire it and you don't want to give up control. So the best plan at that point is to go back to the second thing that I suggested, which is schedule out your tailwind for two weeks or so. Just plan to touch base with it then. Don't get caught in the weeds of reading stuff on Facebook, which we're going to talk about in a minute, and just be head down, laser focused. This is what you can do at this time, and this will help you not be annoyed. If you're still annoyed, then go to option one and hire somebody who is inexpensive. But again, they are doing your marketing for you, so you better make sure they're doing a good job, even if it's your sister's college intern's friend, right? That didn't even make sense. Sister's friend in college who's an intern. There you go. All right, the last one and the last caution I want to give to you, which will help you have a good Pinterest for business mindset, is not getting wrapped up in rumors, comparisons, or group freakouts or algorithm changes. All right, for a long time, it made my skin crawl every time somebody was like, there's an algorithm change last week. There's an algorithm change two months ago. Pinterest is constantly tweaking their algorithm. It's not like, you know, in having been in the industry for almost 10 years now, I can see there's this big talk about Facebook with their first big algorithm change. I mean, it was big. It was like all of a sudden business pages no longer saw organic traffic and it moved towards a pay to play model. That's where we got this whole thing of algorithm changes. Every platform out there is tweaking their algorithm all the time to serve their users. They are not there to serve the marketer. Sure, we are a part of this whole ecosystem, but their whole person is the pinner. They want to serve them with a good user experience. And yes, they want to make money because they're a public company now. So that being said, sometimes you have to put blinders on and you have to figure out for you, what are your strategies versus your tactics and where are you going to get information? I know I said at the top of this episode, this is sponsored by the Simple Pin Collective, but I really want to tell you that that place, the Simple Pin Collective is a place where we talk strategy. We go deep to, um, you know, how is this working for your business? What is your ROI? We have a KPI worksheet that we have in there. We want you to know why are you using Pinterest? Because that allows you to create a strategy that will work for you. 
So let me give some examples as to what I mean about strategy versus tactic. Okay, here's a strategy example. My goal in using Pinterest is to grow by X number of sessions so I can increase ad revenue or do more sponsored work. I maybe want to sell cookbooks or increase my email list or sell my products. I will do this by creating content that my users engage with and serves them where they are at. I will commit to creating images that resonate with my users and encourage new users to click and visit. I will ensure all pin descriptions are complete with keywords that target my user and is pulling them into my site to gain future readership. I will do this by pinning daily to optimize boards and then review my analytics monthly to inform my content and pinning decisions. In one year, I'd like to increase my revenue by X number of dollars, increase my affiliate by X and grow my email list or sell X number of products. That's a strategy right there. That's like my business strategy and using Pinterest is this. There's no talk of number of pins per day. There's no talk of all of this. And sure, it sounds like a mission statement, but it gives us the why. It gives us the direction we're going. Tactical is I'm going to do 30 pins per day, 20 group boards, 10 personal boards, sharing 10 pins via Facebook sheds, share threads, resharing 10 from that Facebook share threads, tribe contribution, three pins per tribe, five tribes. And I spend at least three hours a day on Pinterest pinning and looking for stolen pins and reporting them. I want you to know that none of this is content or product creation. That is why I refer to it as a tactic. It's tactical. Sure, we go this deep sometimes with Pinterest stuff, but it's because that's what we're hired for. Like that's what we're supposed to do. But we know our client's strategy. We know what their focus is. We know that this e-commerce company that we're working for really wants to sell toys. So how do we take the content they're creating, take the vision that they have, put it on Pinterest and make it really work for them. But if you're a business owner that you are doing all this yourself, your strategy is I'm using Pinterest for marketing because I want to achieve this. And so I'm going to create the best images. I'm going to pin daily. I'm going to make sure my boards are optimized. I'm going to do all these things. And I'm just going to focus on being consistent on Pinterest. I'm not going to hit a number of 22, 58, 49, whatever it is. Those will get you caught into the weeds. And that's what you see with freakouts in Facebook groups. And if you come to me with your monthly viewer number, I might snap. <laughs> Just kidding. I'm not going to snap. But I need you to know that, that that number doesn't matter. So you need to drill down on your numbers that do matter. So what's the goal of your business? How do you see this all long term? Again, that is what will prevent you from getting lost in the tactics. So after this episode, I know people listen to episodes in the car or they're at the gym because I do that. But spend some time writing down and committing to what your strategy is going to be. Have a goal, have a target so that you're not getting lost in buying more courses, watching threads in Facebook groups, feeling like you're missing out. Hey, guess what? You're not. The place where you're going to miss out is when you're not creating content for your people because they need you to show up. They need you to give them your awesome. And so if you're not doing that, then you don't have the right mindset when it comes to Pinterest marketing. You have tactics, you don't have strategy. 
All right. If you want more information, links, I talked about a lot of links in this. Um, go to simplepenmedia.com slash 163. And you can see all the links that I talked about, links to the collective. We'd love to have you join. Love to help you figure out what is a good strategy for you. What's the place you're going to go with Pinterest? Track your numbers with you. That is my jam. When you take screenshots of your Google Analytics, you know, figuring out you know, who, what was this viral pin or um, what's your traffic look like year over year? How do we compare that? What are we learning? You guys, there's just good stuff in there. And I would just love to have you join if you can afford it for your business right now. And if you need help really, really developing what Pinterest marketing looks like in your business. Again, thanks so much for listening to the Simple Pin Podcast. And we look forward to talking with you next week. 